Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This story comes to us from the Morning Roadshow Department of Irony, and it offers continuing proof that people will steal anything, anytime, and anywhere. The owner of a noodle shop in Tokyo was a bit dismayed when he arrived to open up for the day's business one day last week and found that someone had broken into his store. He was even more dismayed when he found what was taken. 130 soft-boiled eggs used in the preparation of some of his noodle soups. Said owner was forced to close for the day while he replenished his stock, but, you know, because you just can't make noodle soup without soft-boiled eggs. He had plenty of money, though, to buy more because whoever took the eggs left the full cash register untouched. You know, Cliff, this might sound a little bad, but yeah. I don't know as a kid who, who really thinks about growing up to owning a noodle shop. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like you go all the way through school, you work your way through yeah. it, and, well, you know, my lifelong ambition is to be a noodle operator. You don't want to do that, would you, Cliff? Would you a want to be a noodle a operator? noodle operator? Yes, that's basically what you're doing. Is that not right? Well, you know, probably no one really thinks about growing up to be a button pusher, but that's exactly what you do. Okay, that's a bad example. <laughs> there was no need I mean, for that either. You just push the green button. That's all you do. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle was born on this date in 1859. Okay. He created one of the smartest characters in history, just like my parents did. <laughs> and here he is, our news director, Cliff Ingram. Also, his character was a work of fiction. <laughs> well, that's true, but... Sherlock Holmes, right? Yeah, it's exactly. Sherlock Holmes, yes. Yeah. yes. You're nowhere near Sherlock Holmes. Well, Cliff, this is one of those stories that makes me want to wash my hands about, I don't know, 257 times a day. Yeah. Researchers went out and swabbed a bunch of different items. Oh, they did? Yes. Huh? Yeah. And uh, well, they wanted to know how much bacteria is on them. Well, yeah. And here are the rankings of all the filthy things. <laughs> the rankings of all the filthy things. <laughs> yes. Coming in at number one, yeah. no surprise, a McDonald's door handle. <laughs> Number two, a park bench. Yeah. A parking meter, which you rarely see anymore. True. The credit card that you have in your pocket. Really? Yes. That's a surprise. Followed by a public bathroom. Yeah. And then right below the bathroom, yeah. cash and coins you've got in your pocket, too. I'm, yeah, I'm not surprised by that so at all. So three of the yeah. uh, filthy things. You carry on your person everywhere you go th all day long. That's exactly right. <laughs> so... Yeah. Let the hand washing begin, <laughs> because I'm going to go wash my hands right uh -huh. now. We teachers all around the country looking for new ways to find subjects more interesting for students or to make them more interesting for students. This is a case is no exception, but the global gourmet class meant to expand what kids know about the other lands, people, customs, and habits apparently has backfired. Eight students at Hyatt's Middle School in Powell, Ohio, were assigned to whip up several dishes from around the world, and then said dishes would be brought in for judging and prizes awarded. The judges 
a select group of teachers from the school who would sample the dishes and determine which of the best of the world, at least in the eyes of the 14-year-old chefs involved, was the winner, including the fine French crepes prepared as the dessert item, which the morning roadshow department of just in time for breakfast later found out contained as one of the ingredients some of the student chef's pee. <laughs> one of the students, as you might expect, shot video of the incident and you could apparently hear through all the teenage giggling what was going on. And soon that video got shared around the school and then onto a phone of the principal who notified authorities. Investigators looking into possible charges, but do have a warning for those students involved. You're in trouble now. <laughs> Did they win? <laughs> I mean, don't leave I me do, hanging. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> That's the... That's the big thing here. Is this a winning? <laughs> yeah, because it's most important to win, no matter what you put in your dish. That's exactly right. <laughs> and there's yep. a new Gallup poll out this morning, Cliff, okay. that uh, found that four out of every ten Americans yep. embrace socialism. Forty percent. Yes. Okay. The other six yep. actually passed his history class. <laughs> and know that this does not better. work. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, if history's any uh, right. measure there, Cliff, <laughs> it doesn't work very good. But four out of ten mm-hmm. think it's a good idea. <laughs> well, Cliff, I saw this yeah. online, and I just had to share this. And I shared it with you earlier so you could take a good look at it. Yeah. But imagine you have a friend that likes to drink Jack Daniels Old Number 7. Okay. And he likes to drink it a little bit too much. All right. There's an app you can now put on your phone. When your friends had too much, Yum. and you put it up to a Jack Daniels old number seven bottle, and it makes the bottle appear that it's talking to you, <laughs> and the label is changing. Can you imagine your friend oh looking goodness. at that? So your dude's drunk. Yes. <laughs> and suddenly, the bottle of Jack Daniels is talking to you. <laughs> yes, the label changes from one thing to another. It tells you the it's story like of how it's 3D, made. This 3D description. I watched the video of it working. It's pretty cool. It is cool. I mean, sober, it's cool. Yeah, drunk. When, when you're hammered, it's frightening. I mean, it's like, oh my gosh, what have I been drinking here? Yeah. And I saw a comedian, speaking of Jack Daniels, yeah. online, and I can't remember the gentleman's name, but he yeah. he had a pretty good point. He said, it always says, you know, somewhere during a uh, Jack Daniels commercial yeah always yeah drink responsibly oh yeah no, they all the, all the yes they all say that yes right yeah and his point was pretty well true i've never seen anyone drinking jack daniels that <laughs> was very responsible <laughs> after about 45 minutes yeah. of drinking it yes yeah. but that would be a great app to have Cliff. <laughs> it's frightening <laughs> very when, frightening when you're hammered yes oh, oh wait i got something i need to tell you about here in just a minute hang on really yeah oh yeah yeah Something you saw or yeah, did? Something, something I saw yesterday was pretty cool. Well, I, I need to tell you about it. Right after this song? Yes, please, if that's okay. Oh, sure it All is. All right, cool. Your enthusiasm about yeah. this story well, makes me feel like I'm being sucked <laughs> into something here this I, morning. I don't know why you would say that. Well, I'm just saying. But, I mean, it was like yesterday I saw a car that made me get out my phone and look it up on the Internet. It was like, and you know, I, as we have said before in this program, I like a nice car. Yes. So when, and without being like obnoxious about it, when someone pulls in somewhere and they got a nice car, I want to take a look at it. Now I will say that other people seem to think my car is pretty nice. In fact, I was at the car wash one day and some guy pulled in and offered to buy it from me. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So yesterday I was sitting in the um, Taco Chicken in Vincennes 
you know, the thing that's a Taco Bell and a KFC. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. I never heard of a taco <laughs> chicken. Yes, okay. And and a car comes through, and it's a 2019 Ford Mustang. Ooh. And you could hear the pipes through the glass. So it was, you know, it had the pretty nice engine. Probably those cars start somewhere, they start the base price somewhere around $45,000. This was a brand new one. But what attracted to me this to this car was not all of that. It was the color of the paint job. It was a color I had never seen before. It was, it was a really dark, and I couldn't really find it on the internet. I don't know what it's called, but it was almost like, at first I thought it was like a plum purple. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah nice. plum. And then I thought, no, 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 it's, it's darker than plum. It's, it's really the color of a prune. Wow. Yeah, it was like a prune color. And then the driver pulled out on the highway and went, vroom, and like, boy, was that car going. <laughs> Part of that's true. <laughs> so you say you can really run? Oh, yeah. It, it had the runs all day. Yeah. yeah it uh, would run all yeah, day. Yeah. Go away. I hate you. Still recovering from your car story. <laughs> It did look like it was the color of a prune. Okay, I, I mean, believe you. I mean, that's the color. All right. It was a prune, and boy, could that thing go. <laughs> Had to do it again. Tonight, Yes. I'm going to a graduation. A graduation? Yes. Really? Now, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of graduation ceremonies. Yeah. I didn't even want to go to my own graduation from <laughs> high school. But, yeah, but I was forced, forced to, to right. because yes. of pressure. Yes. Mainly... The pressure of my mom's hands around my neck. <laughs> but I went. And so you can see my... Um, your, yeah, your trepidation about going to this graduation. Yes. That you'll be sitting in a mass crowd of people. Is it scheduled to be indoors or outdoors? Oh, of course it's outdoors. Outdoors. And at a beautiful time, too, about, I don't know, midnight, I think. They're having it's it's midnight. Get, well, it's yes. pretty late. Yes. At least for me it is. And I was thinking about the uh, last graduation I was at. Yeah. And I won't tell you where it was at. wasn't at a high school. Yeah. And I'm a little bit nervous about this because you never can tell what's going to come out of somebody's mouth. At this graduation, <laughs> Cliff, yeah. they had an actual commencement speaker. Okay. Yeah. Well, she ended her speech with, yeah. and I'll never forget it. Uh-huh. And that's when I realized the CIA was tracking me through my hair curlers. <laughs> and there was this dead silence. I'm like... Was this whole thing just a a setup so you can say that part at the end? And then she just got off the podium and sat down and like nothing had happened. And, and literally there are thousands of people in the crowd going, what? <laughs> <laughs> kind of like, you know, the 12 people that listen to this program. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this is Wednesday, mm -hmm. and that means it's Phrase That Pays Day. That's right. That's when you, one of our wonderful listeners, come up with a phrase... We can use to play the Opry giveaway on Friday. You'll give us a phrase later this morning. The person who wins will have to recite it back to us on Friday to win those tickets. That's right. And we'll do that right around 8-11 this morning. That's right. And if you don't come up with a good phrase, I have one as well. And you heard the last joke about the car. <laughs> the word prune probably will be in the phrase. So let's not do that. <laughs> let's come up with another phrase. It looks like this state representative in Mississippi getting ready to be embroiled in a do-as-I-say-not-as-I-do campaign. Doug McLeod has served in the legislature in that state since 2011 and will run right now for re-election unopposed in the fall if he makes it that far. 
His voting record over the past eight years has shown him to be a defender of the family, of the unborn, of the of protector of the border, of prayer in school, and all the other things you'd expect a fine, upstanding conservative lawmaker in the South. And then, Saturday, he was arrested on charges of domestic assault. Police there say the good state representative punched his wife in the face when she didn't get undressed fast enough to have sex. I wish you'd have went back to the prune joke. You'd rather have the prune joke, wouldn't you? I would, I would, yes, yes. It's time to go to the phone lines and see who the phrase that pays and what it's going to be and who this is. All right, hi, who's this? Joey Huff. All right, Joey, what's going on today? Oh, you know, just working. Oh, yeah. What are you doing in the rain working? Oh, I'm actually inside of a truck hiding, to be honest with you. You're hiding. You're hiding from work this morning. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, that's what I do best. Uh, Well, (laughs) does it pay well? It does when you want it to. All right. When you want it to. All right. Well, Joey, what have you got for the phrase that pays? Okay. Why be afraid of being who you are when really who you are is scary? That's pretty deep that's, right there. Yeah. Well, that's going to be a tough one come Friday, yeah. you know it, Joey? Yeah. All that's right. what I try to do, try to make it tough. There you go. Well, thank you for calling in. Thank you for listening. And perhaps you'll be our winner on Friday, Joey. I'm going to try. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, and you have a good day, and uh, work real hard hiding, okay? Oh, I'm going to do my best. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yesterday on this program, we were talking about the gigantic prize package that we wanted to give away today, and we called it the world's easiest ticket giveaway. That's right. We were uh, discussing what would be the easiest possible way to give away this massive prize package. Yes, and real briefly, what's in the package is... Yep. Corvette Museum tickets, Mm -hmm. Indiana Caverns, Indiana Beach, Beach Bend Park, French Lick Scenic Railway, and, of course, Holiday World tickets. Yes. I've been racking my brain this morning, Cliff. That's why I've been quiet about (laughs) it, trying to come up with the easiest way to do it. Right. Now, James had sent us a message on Facebook saying, why don't you just have listeners drive in to the studio, the first person that asks for the tickets, you give them to them. Couldn't be easier than that. And that's not a bad idea, James. No, yeah, but there's just one problem with that. Exactly. It kind of puts people who are, I don't know, not two blocks from here at a disadvantage. Yes. <laughs> if you live 30 miles away... You, you, there's no way you can win. There's no way you could win. And if you actually do live 30 miles away and you're the first person in the door, that means in a radius of 30 miles, we have one listener. And that hurts our feelings. And we're wanting this to be a feel-good giveaway. That's right. So, Cliff, we're going to open it up right now. You can either call and leave a message at 812-386-1250. Okay. Or, it's nice and simple and easy, Yes. text us at 812-682-0520. All righty. We're taking suggestions from you, our wonderful listeners. Uh The easiest way we could give this prize package away, do not say, just give it to me. I know that's the easiest, (laughs) but it's not going to work that way. We're not doing that. Right. Calls and the text messages have been pouring in here, Cliff. We've had suggestions to give away the world's easiest ticket giveaway to play high card, which isn't bad. No. Take a deck of cards. No. You randomly pick one, I'll pick one, and, and see who wins. Who, who gets the highest card to win. Yes. I mean, that's, that's a good way to do it. That's not a bad way. Fairly simple. And then we got this call here, Cliff. What do you think of this one? All righty. Would like to, if today's the 22nd, take the 22nd caller. Ooh. Initially, Enough. initially, it sounds good, but there is one problem. Uh, there's counting involved. Yeah, we, we have to count to 22 to play that game. Oh, that's not easy. Yeah, right. And and you're not real strong with math. No. That was one of your prerequisites. <laughs> that way you really wouldn't know how little you were getting paid. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> as a matter of fact. Well, let's keep digging, Cliff. Maybe okay. we'll come up with an idea right. here. One of our wonderful yep. listeners will have, and it'll strike our bell. Cliff, mm-hmm. the uh, calls and the text messages keep pouring in here. Yes. Magic 8-Ball has been suggested. Mm-hmm. I just want to suggest this. Whoever wins this gigantic prize, yep. and there's tickets for stuff for most of the summer you can do, including Holiday World tickets. Yes. We ask yep. that if you uh, decide to participate and mm-hmm. be a contestant and win, that you actually use the tickets and go to all the stuff. Don't right. just want one and and then pair throw of tickets. throw the rest away. Yes, please don't. We want do to see that. you use and have all the fun possible. Yes, that's yep. exactly right. It's a summer of fun. Yep. Here on the Morning Road Show, and I think Cliff. Yes. This call here is mm-hmm. the way we're going to do it. Okay. So listen up. Cool. Good morning, guys. Hey, uh, my idea would be you're always saying call in after this song. You know, for to win the prize right after this song. Well, whoever calls in, just have them tell you what that song was that you just played. As I can think of. That's almost brilliant, Cliff. Yeah, because part of it being easy is it's easy for us to do. All you have to do is just read that screen that you're already looking at and push the button. I say we do it that way. There you go. Our large prize package can be yours if you know the name of that song that just played. That's all you have to do, Cliff. Yeah. It can't be any easier than that. Well, Alrighty. here we go. Okay. Hi, who's this? Hey, it's Walter Hyde from West Salem. Well, hey. hey. It's Whedon Cliff from W-R-A-Y. <laughs> hey. Well, Walter, do you know the name of that song we just played? Uh, Luke Combs, Beard Ever Broke My Heart. Is that right? Well, congratulations. You won the entire prize package, Walter. Heck yeah. Yeah. Well, hellfire. Well, I don't know about that, but <laughs> hellfire's okay. Walter. Heckfire, yes, congratulations. You drop by our Country 98.1 studio. You pick up your winnings, and you have a fun summer on us, okay? I'll try. My wife's a little prego, so uh, we'll see what we can do. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. Well, congratulations on that, too. When's the big day? Uh, August 9th is what they're saying. August the 9th. Wow. And do you know what you're having yet? Yeah, a little boy named Asher. Wow. Now, how many is this? This will be number three. All right. All right. Well, you got any girls? No, just well, my wife. Well, just the wife. The next one will be your lucky one. How's that? Yeah, I told my wife that. Yeah. She's done. She, okay, she all right. She was like, I do not approve of this message. Yeah. Yes. Well, Walter, you have a good day. Thanks for listening, participating, and, uh, well, good luck on that new one, okay? All right, thanks. I better get back to work. I'm supposed yeah. to work. Yeah, we too. All right. Okay, all right. bye. Okay, yeah. bye. Okay. Cliff coming out soon and very soon, mm-hmm. a Whitney Houston hologram tour. Because <laughs> So you'll go to a concert. Yes. To see a performer who's no longer alive. Yes. You'll pay money, and you'll actually see a hologram on stage. Yes. Okay. Because the greatest love of all yeah. is money. <laughs> and that's why true. you're going to be doing well, that's that. That's absolutely true. Now, they've got one of Elvis. Yeah. There's one going around of Roy Orbison. Yeah. I think these are kind of lame. Well, I mean, if, if I'm going to a concert, I want to hear actual real live music. I'm not even so much that. I would go see a hologram one, but it has to be somebody special. Now, I Someone know. Like Elvis was not special. Well, not in this context, Cliff. Oh, okay. I want to see yeah. Millie Vanilli <laughs> in concert <laughs> with a hologram. Millie That's Vanilli. who I want to see. So what you want to see is a fake performer, a fake concert by performers who were actually fake to begin with. Yes. <laughs> I want it to be totally fake when I go to the hologram. Would they accept your uh, fake money to get into the concert? That would be even a bonus right there. Yeah, the whole thing's fake. And I read this morning, and I believe this to be true, and I yeah. read it 
from Blake actually mentioning it mm-hmm. in an interview, that uh, he believes that album sales are dead. And if it was up to him, yeah. he would never, ever come out with another album. He says the record company he you know, works for yeah. will probably make him at some time. But right. this year, he has nothing coming out on an album. On an, because, you know, here's, here's historically what happens when you put out an album. There's like two or three hits, and the rest are songs that nobody listens to. That's right. <laughs> nobody ever hears them. So why put all that effort into songs that no one will listen to? He says he would just as soon do it like he's been doing it, release one single at a time. Yeah. And then if it doesn't do any good, right. throw another one out there. Mm-hmm. So I, that's probably the way it's going to actually end up being in the music business. I think the albums will eventually go away. Yeah. And people will say, I just want the singles. <laughs> and And... I'm sure you remember, because you're old as I am. When you bought singles, used to be you'd go buy them little vinyl dude oh, yes. things, and now it's a digital download for yeah. 90, like ninety nine cents. Yeah, that's and exactly ironically, right. the forty fives were about ninety nine cents when we bought them back that, then. That's exactly right. <laughs> but we thought it was a lot of money, right, to be thrown away. Yes, but it wasn't thrown away. Yes. Well, Clifford, take it to the bank today. That wasn't taken to the bank. No, no, no. Oh, the world's most dangerous job. I know what you're thinking, policemen, firemen, loggers, Mm -hmm. fishermen. Fishermen, yeah. Not even close. Really? This is the world's most dangerous job on Take It to the Bank. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Now, Cliff, Mm -hmm. this is the most dangerous job Mm -hmm. in America. And a lot of folks will be thinking loggers and fishermen, oil rigs, something like that. I always thought. And it's part of the reason why I was first attracted to watching that deadliest catch yes. on the Discovery Channel was be and we met I mean we talked to those guys. Yeah. Um those two brothers who run that crab boat and I actually met one of met him in person. Yes, you did. Um that that was the most dangerous job in America. No, no. There's a more dangerous job than being a crabber on the Bering Sea? Yes. Or an oil guy or a logger or anything like that? Yes. What is it? In this occupation, yeah. 9% of the workers yeah. have been killed while on the job. Really? Which is about 4 out of 45 people <laughs> who have actually had the job. So, so there's only been 45 people who have had the job. Yes. But yet 4 of them were killed while doing it. Yes. Who are we talking about? President of the United States of America. <laughs> who knew? Yes, 9% <laughs> of them. The loggers that we all think about, yeah. their death rate on the job is yeah. about... Point one three percent. Okay. Now, with the yeah. presidents, yeah, four out of forty-five have died in office, been killed, have been uh, assassinated, or you know, killed. Yes. And uh, if you want to count the other four presidents who actually died of natural causes while yeah. they were, you know, occupying the job, <laughs> yeah, that puts the rate close to eighteen percent. Eighteen percent. That's a pretty stressful job, and that's why you know who was it that had the heart attack? Some guy had a heart attack. Calvin Coolidge, Calvin I believe. Coolidge had a heart attack. Yes. You know, we know about FDR. He died of natural causes. Yes. William Henry Harrison from Indiana. Yeah. Died of natural causes. Yeah, had pneumonia. So, yeah. so all of that, yeah. you can take to the bank. And another reason why I'll never be president <laughs> of the United States. It's just too dangerous. Cliff, I know you're, you are just absolutely dying to mention that story you yeah. just found on the internet. But please don't. <laughs> oh, please don't say that. I shouldn't say that. No. The Sirius XM satellite radio is free through June 4th? No! <laughs> Sorry about that. You know, we should have a channel on Sirius XM. Yeah. We should, you and I. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. 
Cliff, anything said today? Yes, phrases of the day start with number three, a noodle operator. Number two, your bottle of Jack Daniels is talking to you. <laughs> Put it down. That's right. The number one morning roadshow. For, oh, don't forget, all of this stuff later on our podcast, weedandcliff.com for more information. Number one, the car is the color of a prune, and boy, could that car go. <laughs> afraid that would be the number one again. Was it number one when we said it? If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.